Hello and good afternoon, everyone. This is a very special uh, edition of two different shows, The Shiv and the Haggis Show and The Queer Agenda. Today's episode is to uh, address the school shooting yesterday in Nashville and the repercussions of that action. Good afternoon, everybody. So before we begin, um, um, crap, <laughs> sorry about that folks, I'm a little frazzled, um, so yesterday, I believe it was yesterday morning, or yesterday afternoon, I can't really tell anymore, um, Covenant School in which is a private Christian school in Nashville um, three students and two teachers were shot and then police uh, authorities shot the shooter um, little is really known except for what the media is putting out it's everywhere today um the shooter's name was Audrey Hale. She was a former student of this school. Um, I'm not sure what to say or anything like that. But this instance of a school sh- of this school shooting was rare, according to online sources and media sources, because the shooter was a woman. However, it seems more apparent than um, we like to give it credit for that a lot of the online sources and media and social news networks um, seem to be using this opportunity for to promote transphobia, which is something that I really will not prescribe to nor allow anybody else to prescribe to around me. Um, And I'm not sure where they're getting their facts from, but I've heard some really, really awful comments about it. And I'm just going to run by a few statistics. Um, First of all, our hearts and our prayers and our thoughts go out to all those who have suffered a loss through a shooting of some sort. And... um, especially to the parents, the siblings, the families, the friends. Uh, There there, there are no words to say other than that that day, March the 27th, 2023, will be burned in their minds for the mass shooting that occurred at the Covenant School, which is a Presbyterian private school in the Green Hills neighborhood of Nashville, Tennessee, United States. When six people were killed, as well as the perpetrator, and three children, three staff members were also victim, the, were the victims. And that's what we know so far. Okay. Um, well, if we it, take like CNN's article <coughs> on the issue, um, her, her parents said she was under a doctor's care for an emotional disorder. I know y'all can't see the air quotes I'm using here because that's what it was. Um, According to what police are saying, though, although 
CNN was very clear on this. The shooter's gender identity remains unclear. Um, the police are saying that Audrey Hale used male pronouns on social media, but we can't attest to that fact. Um, when it comes to instantly labeling a criminal perpetrator as transgender, which they've done for the last three school shooters, that's called queer baiting. Yep. And that's just painting a larger target on on our backs as a LGBT community. And it's going a bit too far, especially when it's being parroted across multiple platforms by elected officials just so they can target the trans community as these evil, mentally ill people that should be eradicated. And that was a quote from Marjorie Taylor Greene as of yesterday. Um, it's going a step too far. When when does the division stop? And act, actual action on gun violence being being put into place. All I can say about this is that we have had a remarkable increase in gun violence in this country. And I think a lot of it has to do with needing gun reforms, right? Um, When it comes to how American children in particular are exposed to gun violence, now here's a few facts for everybody. Gunfire at school is just the tip of the iceberg. It truly is. Because every year nearly 4,000 children and teens are shot and killed and 15,000 more are shot or injured due to gun violence. Um, An estimated 3 million children in the US, um, closer to 3.5 million now, are exposed to shootings per year that are not in the classroom, that are not in schools. Um, And if you look at things like the Sandy Hook promise, do you remember that? Um, the Sandy Hook promise actually has their own blog and they said that 17 facts about gun violence and school shootings and they, they were talking about last year, okay, in 2022. 34 students and adults died while more than 43,000 children were exposed to gunfire at school. Um, Washington Post claims that there's, o- there's only been 376 shootings in schools since Columbine which was in 1999, for those who don't know. Um, but we know, because we've been doing the math, that that's wrong. It's actually a lot higher than that. Uh, in, on December the 8th, in 2022, a campus safety magazine said that U.S. school shooting statistics, data on incidents, right, came up with the following. 93.5% of all the shooters are male. Five were students who used two firearms or more. 26.8% of the shooters have often, and um, trigger warning, committed suicide. Okay? Um, This is... Why have we not got gun reforms yet? Um, It says that, you know, in 2020, the CDC found... 96% 96% of public schools have written a plan for responding to school shootings. 
98% of those schools had drilled students on lockdown procedures and up from 90% and 70% in 2016. Here's the problem. Since that was done, which is three years ago, okay, at the very beginning of the pandemic, right. um, we haven't had a break. Even during the pandemic, there were still shootings at schools, okay? Um, it didn't slow anything down. In fact, we are up more than... Um, I believe we are up by 28.7% from last year alone in school shootings and deaths as concurrent with that. Um, just in this... We have gone up so much. Every 10 years, you know, the National Crime Victimization Survey people do a little bit of something on it too, but even they said they have never seen such a drastic, drastic change as this. Um, you know, it's gone from 10,472 incidents, which was in school year 2015 to 2016, to just two years later, okay, 2017 to 2018 to 26,676. And something to mention there is when the Republicans rescinded the uh, assault rifle ban in the United States, mm -hmm. the gun violence and school shootings exploded in number. Right. And then you have 19, well, now 20, because Florida's trying to pull the same thing, is a permitless carry. Which means you don't have to have a gun license or a permit to carry a firearm. That here in Tennessee, uh, every law enforcement agency across the state spoke out against this bill, and here it is. It was passed on July first of twenty twenty one. They don't care. With, with the help of the NRA, an agency that is under large investigations for fraud in New York. Amongst many other things. So, U.S. school shooting statistics, like I said, it's not just gun violence at school. It's, we need gun reforms, okay? We need stricter um, guidelines on how people acquire it, how people get their licensing, um, safety issues. Um, some of the saddest things I've ever dealt with was a young um, gentleman many years ago, it's about uh, 16 years ago, and um, he was actually shoved in a mental health facility for a year, accused of shooting his dad, but what had really happened was his dad was drunk, and his dad thought he would clean his gun in front of his son, his 13-year-old son, and he shot himself in the head because there was still one in the chamber. But, and obviously he died, but because the cousin who was also present wouldn't speak up for over a year, they, they actually ran, is what they did. This poor young man was labelled, and labels do not go away. He wasn't treated for the trauma of seeing his dad die in such a horrific mannerism. No, he was treated as the reason for his dad dying in such a horrific mannerism. Um... And this is an ongoing issue. So we have this stigma, and then we have people that use it for their own agenda, right? So right now what's happening is we've had this 
big shooting in Nashville at the Presbyterian School, right, Covenant School, and they're putting all the all these networks are putting stuff out here, which to me sounds like they're pushing their transphobia on everybody. Okay, it's making it hard enough. The trans community in particular are the highest members at risk in the LGBTQIA plus community. They are the highest at risk for suicide. They are the highest at risk for being attacked, both physically, sexually assaulted and stuff, and for being beaten and murdered. There has been more transgendered homicides in this country since 2016 then there has been just LGBTQIA plus community members attacked. And the majority the of them matter. are here in the south, in the southern states. I, I think that's important to note there. It's everywhere. And, and it gets even worse the further you look down the line, right? Because if you look at the statistics... The majority of the ones that are attacked in the southern states in particular, like you said, it is a huge southern state problem, is those that are particularly from the black communities, the black African, um, African American communities, or those from the Asiatic American communities. Yes, that, that, that's entirely true. Out of the 123 um, transgendered people that were killed in the, and I'm talking about homicide, murdered, you know, in, 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 or beaten to death or just not treated for their injuries because that's happened too. Out of the 123 of those in this country in the last four years alone, almost, I think it was 111 of those were all from people of color communities. The rest were white, okay? And they, it's strange that in this country they still put down being transgender to being a mental health problem. I heard that today on C-SPAN. I kid you not, this morning. Probably from a <coughs> Republican racist Nazi fascist pig dog. Yeah. Well, um, left flank vets that has Morbin Freeman Okay, I'm an avid listener and participant to that. Um, we were watching C-SPAN today, and the woman that was doing the questions and answers, and people were calling in, and there were people calling in about the Nashville <coughs> thing, but it was like everyone that spoke that was on her show was using it as an excuse to push, push transphobia, to push these uh, idiotic ideologies of gender reforms that are being put through legislations in different states, right? Like um, having your transgendered treatments reversed. That's Bill, Governor Bill <coughs> Lee. So you have all these things and all it's doing is spurning more hatred. It's not helping anybody. And one guy in particular, I wish I, there was a button that you could press when you're watching this stuff that slaps a person up the side of the head. Because I quote from this man. Well, yeah, you know, they, this, she was tra uh, they were trans, so they obviously had mental health issues. Excuse me? 
If they've got any mental health issues, it's because you people like you have given it to them. By not letting them be themselves, express themselves, and be who they are on the inside. What, and not respect What's going on with that is, since Cult Pack was a couple weekends ago, mm-hmm. um, per, a writer for the Daily Beast out of Nashville said that transgender people need to be eradicated. Yep. Calling for open genocide against a group of people. Uh, I hate to point out, but the United States right now is leading the charge in human rights abuses and civil rights abuses worldwide. That's pretty pathetic. And I'm of the mind that uh, voting these Republican traitors out is not going to be enough. They need to be criminally charged just for uttering the word eradication of a people. I agree. Um, there was actually a report, and I'm going to give you all a laugh, from the Secret Service that said there is no profile. There is no real profile of anyone who is a school shooter. They find that attack has varied considerably, both in demographics background, culture, religion, race, and other characteristics. Gender, they said, does not come into it. And they also offered several notable insights, including the fact that students who plotted school attacks shared many similarities with students who carried out attacks. That those who were ex-students of places often had help or were goaded into it by others, or coached. They also said in a report, and they, they emphasize that this piece of information shows that targeted school violence is preventable when communities identify warning signs and intervene as necessary. Okay? So then they gave another report on important findings regarding like plotters and stuff like this. Um, plotters ranged in age from 11 years old to 19, with an average age of 16. were males, 95% were also current students, and 5% were recently former students who had attended the targeted school or a school from the same district within one academic year of the plot. Plotters range from 6th to 12th grade, with the majority in grades 9 to 12. Plotters usually had multiple motives, the most common involving grievances with peers or staff, from bullying, etc. 85% engaged in planning related to weapons. 73% detailed how they would execute their attacks. 57% even documented some of their thoughts and intentions regarding planned attacks if they ever had to do it. 31% conducted research into prior attacks as part of their planning. 16% attempted to recruit others to carry out their attacks for them. Those are the sneaky ones. 55% 55% chose to use at least two or three types of different weapons, but all were gun-related. 96% of those weapons of choice included one or more firearms. 94% shared their intentions about carrying out an attack with at least one other person. 37% received some form of school discipline prior to the discovery of their plots. 30% had contact with law enforcement prior to the discovery of their plots. exhibited behaviours indicating the presence of some type of mental health symptom at that time. Depression. 
suicidal thoughts due to um, having been bullied um, leading up to or around the discovery of their thoughts or even a grievance okay anger mostly anger issues 63% exhibited emotional or psychological symptoms 33% had a history of substance use or abuse 91 experienced percent experienced life stresses in the five years prior to the averted attack and 67 percent had an interest in violence or had been sexually abused now those are potential red flags that's what the secret service tells us in their report grievances range from peers related to bullying um, and incidents where they could not get justice staff not respecting them and treating them like dirt um, romantic issues where it's not reciprocated and there was uh, I think like 5% of other issues right this also came in now get this guess what the next high statistic is on that report people white supremacy to pull across a point of white supremacy and promote white supremacy fame and notoriety um and also now this is an interesting one the next highest one up which is the third one up was anti-female sentiments in other words patriarchal society grind the women underfoot the fourth one on that was prejudicial racial just something to think about now i i don't think we should speculate as to what um, this person's motives were because according to um, even the Tennessean they have no idea yep. what what spurred uh, Hale into attacking the school she went to God she was 28 so I mean there's there's a lot of the the, the the age limit for school shooters according to well it, like I said the Secret Service also said this instance was incredibly rare because most of the other school shootings were all done by men right this this is probably maybe the second or third female school shooter in the country in history and and if I can just pause here for a minute I'm looking right now online okay so Ruth is saying Nashville school shooter had emotional disorder well, that's what CNN's saying, so is every other CBS, source. CBS, National School Shooting was apparently a targeted attack. Twenty-eight uh, New York Times, 28-year-old assailant used three guns. Yeah, okay. that, two assault rifles and a handgun. Uh, news lines, right? Um, NBC, National School Shooting, live update, shooter legally, blah, 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 and then it says transgender. Uh, you don't know. Nobody knows yet. Full body cam of Nashville police encounter of the school shooters, also on NBC. Um, let's see, what else have we got? Uh, everything you need to, we need to know about transgendered Nashville school shooter, Aubrey Hale, investigating all these. That's from New York Post. You should be ashamed of yourself, New York. New York Post is a propaganda news, paper. Tennessee school shooting. What to know about Covenant School in Nashville and the transgendered shooter? Excuse me. It's all. Had, it's all speculation, speculation and propaganda. And propaganda and BS. Stop it. Just stop, people. Keeping in mind that the Associated Press 
has probably put out a couple of pieces that add up to nothing, uh, but they also violate their own rules of ethics when it comes to reporting. Because they have, they have that thick book, that handbook. This is, this is what pisses me off. Alright, you ready for this headline? Yeah. Nashville shooter, trans, uh, transgender shooter, fired indiscriminately at victims. This was a good Christian school in Nashville that, and it goes on from there. Be ashamed of yourself, okay? Just because it was a Christian school didn't make any difference. It could have been any other school. They still exactly. could have had someone shoot it. Because we know that from other school shootings. Exactly. That, that's called uh, pushing your own agenda and prejudice and phobia across, right? Uh, all, all, the, all these networks and newspapers. Yeah, the police, police did shoot her. Yeah, within four minutes. Yeah. They said, you know, if they would have locked their doors, she wouldn't have gotten in. Uh, the doors were locked. She was let in. Oh, and this gets worse. One of them says, this quiet ex-student in Nashville mascot obviously had a manifesto. Again, there's Again, there's no evidence to support people. that. Shut up, the Daily Beast. We don't like you. Well, the Daily Beast is a propaganda network, mm -hmm. you know, that pays homage to the orange Mussolini fuck stain. Right. But that's neither here nor there. If you're going to put something out there in the media and you're not reporting it ethically, maybe you should find a different career. Because mm -hmm. all this queer baiting is doing is putting a target on the LGBT community, and they've already got one there thanks to the GOP. I have. To, I think it's interesting though that PBS uh, has actually got. Wow, PBS. Please, please don't do that. That they put it all about Christians being targeted. Uh, I, of course. I, I can't. I just can't. Uh, oh, and of course, Kansas City Star is doing the same thing, and I'm like parroting propaganda. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's not ethical reporting across the board. I'm glad. Thank you, NBC6 South Florida. Nashville shooting with security video shows of armed suspect. We are sorry for the loss of the family. See, I like that. They're not mentioning transgendered in their article. They're not mentioning anything like that. They are mentioning that it was a female. They are mentioning that there were six people killed, but they are keeping it to the facts of what we do know. They're not trying to propaganda it. Thank you. Even WBIR out of Knoxville went with the propaganda side of it. And they're an NBC affiliate. They should be ashamed of themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, oh my God, Forbes is going for it too. Oh, let's oh, move oh. on to a different topic. Yeah, let, 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 I can't do this. <laughs> because I'm looking at these titles. It, it, it's very triggering. I could press button to slap the people that write this shite. It, it's a very triggering because... And, and the YouTube even has a body cam footage from a police officer that responded to it. I didn't know they were allowed to do that until They're the not. case was cleared. They're not. They've also given the names out of the children and the people. They're not allowed to do that either. Yeah, it's, it's, it's out. It's already out. Um, I see names here. Because state laws prohibit, it, prohibit the release of that kind <laughs> of information to the media. 
or on social media for that matter? This is why I was saying there's a huge corruption problem here with the police in Tennessee. They they know the, what the rules are, they know what the laws are, but they decide to do the exact opposite of what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-mm. It's. Mm-mm. All right, can we change the subject? Let's Please let's go do. into something a little bit more propagating. I mean, productive. <laughs> And Shiv knows what subject's coming next because I asked. Yeah, wake me up when you're done. Wake you up. (laughs) Okay, so um, I've noticed that there has been. uh, I have to laugh. People call it a trend. They call it a new trend. They're saying that doing everything by the solar and the lunar cycles is a trend. Uh, Like gardening and stuff. And I'm like. What the hell do you know? No, it's been going on for thousands of years. Our ancestors, um, you know, plowed the land, sowed the land, harvested, hunted, all by cycles, because everything's cyclic, right? They were more in touch with nature than we are. Or, well, most people. Because people look at me weird when I turn around and tell them, because Chef can vouch for this, I dig my own bit of pot of lovely little heavenly earth over every year, and I get it all ready, and then I look at the moon cycle, and I'm like, okay, when's the next new moon so I can put the above ground, above ground crops in? And when's the next half moon so I can put, because you only have a three-day window on the half moon, uh, you have to do it on either side of the cusp, for my double crops, which is the crops that give you nice leaves to eat, and the rooty things as well, right? And then I think, hmm, when's the full moon so I can put my below ground crops in like my tatties I've got to have my tatties and my beets and my turnips and all the kind of things that haggises eat and everyone looks at me like the hell you just say well my tatties are going to be late this year normally they're in by the full moon first full moon in March and they're no in yet because the weather's been kind of well snap doodly what's it crazy up here in Bristol Tennessee and I'm like that's okay I will get them in at the beginning of April and that way I will have them yeah they'll be a month late they'll be coming out in August but I can always put another couple of crops in in June and have them by October and I've got it planned so I can have my food all year round I've even went out of my way to go and get um grow lights uh little little pot things I've got grow lights and uh, little bags that I can put lots of soil in and plant stuff and put it in my conservatory keep it all nice and warm and toasty and feed me all year round because I'll be damned if I'm paying out some of them prices Uh, a a couple of years ago I went out to go get canning jars now I've been doing canning since I was a child Um, raised that way you grew your own garden you work at it you can it you freeze it you, you do whatever you have to do to preserve it right it's fresh food it's good Someone said, oh, you one those people that oh, you're doing that new trend? The what, do you say? I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah, you know, that new fad of canon. Do you need... And I looked at her and I'm like, no, ma'am, I do this every year. <laughs> no, you're too young to know how to do that. Uh, ma'am, trust me, I didn't learn this on TikTok or YouTube. I've been doing this... Since I was a wee nipper in diapers and my granny could put me on the top of the damn stool to see what she was doing in the pot. I've been canning for years. So she kind of gave me a, a weird look. 
So then she's like, oh, so I guess you'd be using one of them steam canners. You know, uh, what? You know, you put your jars in and lift it down with the water and you put the, it's like a pressure cooker thing for your jars. Are you crazy? That's not what a pressure cooker's for. I don't use a pressure cooker. Oh my God, your your jars must be filthy then. No, it's called hot soap and water and turn your oven on. When I was growing up, we didn't have a pressure cooker or a pressure bath for your jars. No, we used the oven. And it was actually works better um, because it's a dry heat. So you've not got that nasty water soaking in there. And what we do is I turn the oven on and or my granny would turn the oven on and she would set it to like anywhere between, if you're doing it in Fahrenheit, it'd be about 170 Fahrenheit to 200 and then all the jars would be on the on doubled up on rows in on the on the little trees that slide in there, right? The shelves that slide in there. And she'd close the door and leave it for an hour. And she'd leave that thing on while she was cooking the other thing on the stove. Ready for canning, because then it would all be nice pop, piping hot and it sealed ten times better when we came to seal it. Because we put that stuff in there piping hot and then you'd have a cold, wet washcloth and pray to God that it didn't burn through it because it did that a couple of times with me when I was little. And you'd be tightening that damn thing as quick as you could and putting it in the, in the, in the sink because you couldn't put it on the counter, it'd burn a lot. So I've been canning for a while. Um, so when people say, what, do you, what kind of things do you use for canning? I look at them and say, jars. A jelly pan. They look at me and they say, what the hell is a jelly pan? Well, that's just a big, deep, deep saucepan for whatever you're using to cook, right? So the more stuff you got to cook, the bigger the saucepan. Makes sense to me. Can we? Um, freezing stuff. I've been doing that. Drying stuff. We do that too. Eat stuff. Yeah, we do that too. But one of the main things that I have found with growing my own yard is the nutrition value is actually higher than the force grown nutrition value of the stuff you get in the stores. Tastes better too. Also, it has been proven in several scientific studies that if you are eating local produce, especially stuff that you've grown for yourself, you are more likely to grow an immune system to any of the bugs that are floating around that area. Now, I'm not going to say that that works for damn COVID because we know that would be a lie. But for other local issues and bacteriums that most people would get sick with if they were visiting, you build up an immunity to it. So I don't think that's a bad thing. Over to you, Shiv. Wake up. Hola. What? Alright, I'm done. Are you sure? I think so. I think I'm done about the gardening aspect. Oh, and I got 12 willow babies. I can't wait to put them in the ground. I swear to God, she force grows her plants by threatening them. I do not threaten my plants. I just tell them, Oh, my wee bairns, my wee lovelies. You can, yeah, you're going to grow nice and big and strong for mommy so I can eat you later. All I want you to do is grow nice and strong. Now listen, I'll let you get plenty of sun. If you get a wee bit dry and thirsty, I'll bring you some water. 
Anything else you're on your bloody arm because I'm not putting no damn fertilizer in there. You've already got a mix of my coffee grounds and ash saved up and mixed in your earth and you got plenty. So you've got space. I dug it over by hand. If I can give you that much love, you can do the rest. Get threats off your of ass and grow. If you die, it's not my fault. It's threats of violence. <laughs> See? See? That's what it is. No, I actually have a chant that I say with my plants too, which everyone looks at me weird for when because they That's hear me. Because you are it. weird. It's bad enough I get called that witch. I mean, come on. It's because you're weird. It's all right. <laughs> I do. I have a chant for my plants. You live in a hollowed out tree with copper pots. We all know it's true. <laughs> it's the twilight zone. I'll give you a giggle, people. A few years ago when my Hashimoto's played up, I couldn't go outside in the sun. So I was going out late at night when all the neighbours were, you know, with the closed curtains and blinds. And I go down and do the gardening. <laughs> and then I go back up to the house. And I, t- I take about three hours. I didn't even take a flashlight with me because I can see pretty good in the dark. That's what haggises do. And my whole garden would be gone. And my friend one day comes over, one of my neighbours, and she's like, God, what? Have you looked at your bottom row garden? The hell? What? Your garden. Your garden's all been dug over. And it's got wee plants growing. Oh, aye, so it has. I wonder who did that for me. You didn't do it, because you've not been out of the house with your illness. No, I haven't. You make I've it sound out. like they're Welsh. That's <laughs> what's so scary. This is Mrs. Evans we're talking about. Oh, but Catherine, have you seen that? Yeah, it's pretty neat, isn't it? Maybe it's the brownies. No, brownies are for the house. Well, maybe it's fairies. Oh, have you got fairies in your yard? I don't know, Mrs. Evans. <laughs> but the funniest thing that I ever did pissed off one of our landlords because we had a landlord um, when we lived in the Cherokee National Forest and he had two plots that he would plough over every year. Well, one year he was getting late and I was getting antsy. I wanted them crops in, damn it! So I dug my whole plot over by <laughs> And he got mad because I dug it over by hand. But we used to have a competition every year. On the opposite side of the driveway, he would grow all of his. And on my side of the driveway, I'd grow all of mine. We'd put the same crops in. And that man would get so upset. Well, one year I watched him put corn in. And I watched them damn crows eat every last green sprig of it coming up. So he was away for a couple of weeks. And I went out down to the local, the local Amish market and bought a box of ears of corn. And what I did next was nothing short of cruel. Because he comes up the driveway, he hasn't even looked at the yards at this point. He's been staring and glaring at mine because it's so nice and green and big and bushy and, 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 and plentiful, right? I've got tons of food in my side. He hasn't even looked at his, right? He goes up and I said, hey Dana. I stopped him as he was coming up the hill and he goes, what? I says, have you seen, your corn came up pretty good. It's already got fruit on it. He goes, seriously? I said, yeah, did you not look? He goes down there. I've took these years of corn and I've stuck them in the ground standing up. (laughs) True story, folks. It was my idea to do that too. (laughs) I, I, I openly admit it. (laughs) <laughs> but he used to get so mad. He's like, what the hell do you do to your bloody plants? I was like, why? He says, how, 
I don't understand how you can get everything and anything to grow. We had snow that year, remember? And I still have plants growing in the in the snow. And I'm going down there every day, picking my fresh veggies and fruit and bringing it back up to the house. There was like, how the hell is that snow not killing your food? And it's killed everybody else's garden. I said, nee. Don't know what you're on about. So after that, they were like, I think she's a witch. Aye, she's a witch. No, I'm a haggis. We're naturally nature-tuned. Uh, I think they had it half right. <gasps> I'm a witchy haggis or a haggisy witch? No, I was going to say bitch. Ooh, <laughs> no, that's the wrong word, honey. That's bruja. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I love gardening. So, there you have it, folks. And I have a house that looks like a jungle right now because I've got tons of plants inside. Yes, yes, you do. Tell me, Chef. Tell what, what plant did we give a new nickname to that was your plant? My, my, uh,. Swiss cheese plant yes. that Lost you call it butt toucher Lost because you're boring. <laughs> Every time I pass that freaking plant, it touches my butt. It doesn't matter how close I am or how close I'm not. That thing touches my butt. About four months ago, the plant was in an accident, and one of the pieces snapped. So it now we now have two plants. It kind of like cloned itself, really. And now they both touch my butt. I can't wait till the weather gets better enough that I can put them all outside so they can do whatever. We actually put all our house plants outside during the summer because it's good for them, right? It lets them toughen up a little bit if we get some wind and they get some natural rain and natural light other than, you know, just being stuck in the indoors. Are you done there, Shiv? You want me to wrap up? Or do you want to wrap up? Alright, well, um, Shiv's giving me the, the, the penguin gang sign of uh, you do it, but uh, I believe our show's over for the day, folks. Because it's been kind of a tough beginning to the week. But we hope to do something a little bit more fun with y'all. Look, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just stay safe, stay well, and remember to tell your loved ones that you love them. And how important they are to you. If you are struggling, don't hesitate to reach out. There are people out there that will help you, no matter where you are. But just be safe and be careful. We're in very dark times. This world's just going crazy, to be honest. And I know a lot of people are out there struggling with, well, where can I turn? I need help. I want People are afraid to be themselves. But you know, the only way we're going to conquer all these phobias, all this prejudice, all this hatred, is by setting by example and standing up and being counted. And knowing that we are not alone to stand up and be counted. Remember that all you hear, all you see is not always the truth out there on your news lines or your news feeds or whatever. Investigate it. Never stop questioning. I guess that's what I want to let everybody know. That you are all important. Every single last one. Don't care what you think you are or who you are or what you do or anything like that. Everybody has a right to live and be themselves. And be loved for being themselves. 
and to live as themselves and to be respected for such. It shouldn't matter what anyone else thinks your choices are. Just make sure you make the right choices. But more importantly, stay safe. And remember, if you need anyone, there's always someone there for you to reach out to. So with that, peace out, my darlings, and have a very blessed one, wherever you may be, whatever you may be doing, and we'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, keep asking for a five star. Hey. You can do a four star. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, it helps with our analytics. Well, it does. Um, it does. You can download us wherever you can get your podcast from, and y'all have I a thought, good week. I thought Chef was going to say wherever you can get your paws on it. <laughs> Sorry, Chef. Thanks. But uh, we love you guys. Be safe. Au revoir. <laughs>